You're the first person that's going to play our our game that we came up for guests of the show. So right now we're going to hop into a segment we like to call Hit Me With Your Best Shots. We're going to give you 10 questions that are related to karaoke. And you need to give us the answers as quickly as possible off the top of your head. And we're going to see how quickly we get through it. Are you up to the challenge? Oh, down for the count. That is not up for the challenge. I, down for the count? That sounds like you're going to get pinned. Well, there's only 10 questions, so can, there's only 10 counts. Oh boy, we're off to a, a stellar start. Hello and welcome back to The Greatest Song Ever Sung Poorly, the podcast that takes karaoke exactly as seriously as it should be taken. I'm your flying solo for this bonus episode host, Ed Kennard. If things sound different, it may be for a few reasons. One, I am, as I just said, flying solo for this one. Adam is traveling with his fiance for the holidays, so he's not in beautiful Astoria, Queens, where his studio is. And if I sound any different, it's because I'm now out of my quarantine period for my COVID-19 infection. Unfortunately, due to my illness, we had to reschedule some interviews as I recuperated. That's why you're getting this bonus episode in your podcast feed. We're not counting this as a regularly scheduled episode. This is a compilation of our first 10 Hit Me With Your Best Shot Quick Fire games. If you're new to the show, this is a great way to see how some of our early guests handled the game. And as the person who edits the show, it's been nice to see how far we've come. As we've gotten better at doing this, as we've upgraded our equipment, tweaked our format, and honestly had some great times and great conversations in a trying difficult year. If you've already listened to our show before, these quickfire segments are somewhat remastered and re-edited, but that's really not much new content. It's a clip show. But hey, if you're new, this is a great place to start to get a feel of what the tone is here. And that's why I'm just going to roll into it now because it feels decidedly weird doing this without my partner in crime, Adam Wainwright. Uh, get ready for Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Zach, what is the best thing you have seen at karaoke? Uh, Stanley Big Shoulders singing uh, Voodoo while completely plastered. Bravo. Conversely, what's the worst thing you've seen at karaoke? Oh, just the entirety of any couple I've ever run sing the song Picture by uh, <laughs> Kid Rock and Troll Crow. Uh, okay, uh, what is the one song you would love to do at karaoke that you, you have never been able to find? Like I couldn't find... Like you couldn't find the karaoke file for? Yeah, that you couldn't find the karaoke file for. Mmm. Ooh, that's very particular. Uh, honestly, I would think like Bright Star from the musical Bright Star, because there's not a good karaoke version of it. I f I'm familiar with that and completely agree. Alright, so you're in a brand new place while traveling and you only have the chance to sing one song. What song do you pick to make your mark? Jesse's Girl, hands down. Okay, all right. Uh, if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever, what song would you choose? Picture by uh, <laughs> Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow. <laughs> there's, a, there's a theme emerging, Ed. 
Yeah, I, I'm picking that up. If you heard the first episode, then you know when we bring a guest on the show, then we like to put him through the ringer with a game we like to call Hit Me With Your Best Shot. What we're going to do is we're going to ask you 10 questions. Please answer them just rapid fire as quickly as you can. And something new to the show this week is we're going to give you a chance to fire away. After we wrap up the 10 questions, you can ask us one question that Ed and I solemnly swear to be 100% honest about. We would prefer it be karaoke related, but if it's not, it's your prerogative. Fair enough. Okay, are you ready to go? All right, I'm, I think I'm ready. Like, let's uh, let's do it. If you're ready, we're ready. So question number one, what is the best thing you have ever seen at karaoke? The best thing I have ever seen at karaoke would have been a professional performance of uh, or by uh, Mickey Iko. Wow. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, what's the worst thing you've seen at karaoke? <laughs> Gosh, how to, how to put this nicely. Uh, I have an answer. I'm just thinking about wording it. It was a bad performance. But it was a bad performance of picture with two people who were not aware that there were other people around while they were singing picture. And and they were they were in different states of of intertwinement uh, whilst attempting to sing very badly and they were not the most attractive. I'm picturing it and I'm I'm sad that I am picturing it. I am too. Nope. Nope. So nope, sorry. Nope. I'm so sorry everyone. Like I was trying not to like I didn't want to paint a picture. I think you did a very elegant job all things considered. Um Okay. All right. What is the one song you would love to do at karaoke that you have been you have never been able to find? I uh, recently recently because I mean generally I can figure I can find every song um, karaoke host and all but uh, recently it is uh, bare naked ladies what a uh, what a good boy is is really hard to get an actual nice version of so that. Okay. You're in a brand new place while traveling and you have only the chance to sing one song. What do you pick to make your mark? Wow. Uh, I think I would say uh, the killers, all these things I've done. Great. Uh, (laughs) If you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever, which song would you choose and why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna hearken it back to picture, um, and uh, that's simply simply because it is it is just it's so overdone. Everyone tries to do it with somebody. Um, they try to do it to impress people. It never goes in a way. Picture is just a song of love and heartbreak, and it just it ruins nights. <laughs> It ruins nights for people who have to experience it third person. It ruins it for the people who are singing because no one ever thinks that they like they think you think, you know, picture until the song comes on. I've heard it 7000 times. And I will tell you right now that if I had to sing picture when it's actually playing, I don't know how that song goes. So can we just we just be done with it? Can we just be done with it? There are better other duets out there. Uh, you were going to get no argument from Ed or I on that topic, Chris. Trust me, 100%. Uh, Chris, we hit you with our best shot, so go ahead and fire away. What do you have for us? Gosh, guys, I've been around you so long. You guys have sang karaoke thousands and thousands of times yourselves. You have collabed a billion times with one another. 
Is there a song, and this I guess this is kind of a both question, is there a song, Adam, that you really, really want to hear Ed sing? And is there a song, Ed, that you would really, really want to hear Adam sing? Uh, I have to think about it a little bit. Uh, what I what I can say about Ed is I'm trying to place a specific song. I love how Ed's voice has developed since we started singing. Because mm-hmm. um, this developed a lot since we started. And he's really settled into a beautiful range for a lot of the songs like Bing Crosby and stuff like that from that 50s yeah. and 60s. Um, and really learned to utilize his range and like his knowledge of that era. So I, I'd love to hear him sing um, a song that I like to sing every now and then that I would love to hear Ed sing is uh, Smile, Bing Crosby's version of smile i think he would do really well with that and i i would love to hear him sing that some at some point nice i I wish i went to more nights where bing crosby was not a off the wall choice because bing crosby is actually my happy vocal range so when it comes to singing in my car which is really sad to say for somebody who is my age but uh, again i'm older but i'm not that old but bing crosby is my uh my natural vocal range um so i i will absolutely do that for you adam at some point what i would like to hear from adam and again adam is known for two things uh rapping and johnny cash so there is a johnny cash song i've never heard adam do so that would be on the list that would be one piece at a time i've never heard you you may have done it i've just never heard you do it and the other thing i would love to hear you do is do a um a song jim introduced me to uh dj jam and jim somebody that we have all sang karaoke for um who who would drag me into doing the rap part of the song that i had never heard before but he's like you can do the rap part right i'm like yeah sure somebody named colt colt ford does that does that ring a bell colt ford yeah yeah like i've never listened to it like on purpose because white boy country rap is not my thing but i wouldn't mind hearing adam who is uh very well versed in country music doing a white boy country rap song like okay i I will definitely try that for you too ed and chris you just opened a bag of worms here because we're not going to talk about how much i do not like uh country boy rap like for example what is it um well, I wait. Okay, country boy rap, and also uh, who who's the the biggest one that drives me? Sam Hunt. I can't like. I'm not a gigantic. I do not like Sam Hunt. I do not like his. I'm just a small boy growing up in the thing, and I'm going down to the range right now. And if you leave me, girl, like where he'll tell a story, and then all of a sudden starts singing. And like, starts, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that is, but I don't like it already. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it's something else. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, but that was a great question. You definitely uh, got us real good after we hit you with our best shot. No, it's great, Chris. We really appreciate it. Oh, Ben, have you had enough to drink to go through the ringer yet? I probably not. Well, too damn bad, because this is where we're going. Ben, welcome to the show. We've had a great time talking to you. You're a fantastic guest. We appreciate using your theme song. But now it's time to answer our questions, and we're going to play a little game we like to call Hit Me With Your Best Shot. We're about to hit you with 10 questions, Ben, and we want you to give you answers off the top of your head. We love stories, but now it's not the time for stories. Give us answers. We want answers. We want answers. We want answers. We're going to hit you with our best shot. And at the end, something we added recently is you're going to have a chance to fire away. That means you're going to get to ask us a question, and we solemnly swear to be 100% honest about it. We'd prefer it to be karaoke related, but if it's not, eh, shit happens, all right? So, Ben, are you ready to play Hit Me With Your Best Shot? Okay. That's what I like to hear. 
I'm going to kick things off today, and I don't give a shit how you feel about it. Ben, what is the best thing you've seen at karaoke? A group of friends getting up on stage, never rehearsing a song together, and doing like a group, one of those group songs, and having a lot of fun with it. I love that answer. Conversely, what is the worst thing you've seen in karaoke? Musical snobs. Not music snobs. Not music snobs. Because, Ed, you and I, I know you and I are definitely music snobs. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about musical snobs, musician snobs, people that will sit in the crowd who are there to sing and they have really nice voices and stuff and are classically trained. And then they rip on, talk shit on the people who are up there and maybe not as talented as them at the point. And they critique them like it's American fucking motherfucking idol or some shit, you know, get out, go away. Let everybody have a good time. You're ruining the vibe, and I don't care if you sound like motherfucking Celine Dion. You suck. I wish there was a great way to applaud on an audio medium, but there's not. So just know (laughs) that I'm applauding right now on an audio medium. Uh, (laughs) What is the one song you would love to hear at karaoke that you've never heard? My Wildlife, Talking Heads. I mean, it's the video. I mean, it's it's a video about karaoke. I can't believe nobody has karaokeed that song yet. And done all the parts, you know, the Billy Idol. I mean, it's, the video is about karaoke. You know, Ed and I are about to research and learn that song real hard, right? Like, I can sing. You guys some Billy know Idol. it. You guys gotta know. I can sing some Billy Idol, so we're we're we'll figure that shit out. Well, it's not, it's not Billy. It's the Talking Heads. Mm. But the video is is a you got you guys gotta watch the video. It is a seminal video. All right, next <laughs> question, Ben. If you suddenly had the guts to do karaoke. What song would you sing? Dancing with myself. Oh yeah, that's a great answer, Ben. I like. I immediately felt that right there. Like <laughs> dancing with my help. That's yeah, yeah. That's immediately popped into my head. I'm feeling that. So, okay, you've been to enough karaoke nights now. If you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever, what song would you choose? Fucking wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Am I right? Am I right? I'm just happy we had a, a answer that wasn't picture. It's true. Wait, is that is that? I don't know. I'm I'm confused now. I'm also I, no. That is that is a no. fantastic fucking answer. Okay. That's what he was getting at right yeah. there. Was that's a fantastic fucking answer? Yes. Let's continue, Ben. You did it. You survived. You threw it back in our face sometimes with this game. We challenged you a little bit. I hope you had some fun with it, but now is the time that you get a chance to fire away. So what question do you have for Ed and I that we solemnly swear to answer honestly? Uh, Karaoke related, hopefully, but if not, eh, it is what it is. This is uh, really, this is kind of like a cop-out question, Uh, but I'm honestly, I'm sincerely, I want to know. Um, What is, for both of you, what's your favorite song? So my my theory at this point is my favorite song to perform is the one I haven't sang yet. And so it's been a while since you and I have uh, been at the bar together. But my whole thing now is um, not picking my own songs and sometimes singing songs I've never heard before. So right now, that would be my answer. Um, The first time I uh, ever heard Work Bitch by Britney Spears is when I sang it. But if I had to actually pick my own song and and sing it, I mean, my go-to when I travel, if I want to like do something in a bar where no one knows me is I do uh I do Shaggy Angel because I'll do both parts of the song and uh you've heard me do that before so that's yeah yeah I love it 
my go-to default song. Nice. Very cool. How about you, Adam? Uh, I go back and forth on this a little bit. Uh, Ed and I are, are kind of in greens with that, where I love being challenged and uh, learning about my vocal range a little bit more by having people give me things that I didn't know I could do or, or trying to figure them out on the fly. I like that challenge of the moment that the title of the song appears on the screen is when you find out what you're singing is an actual like thrill to me so that you that's you guys got like balls the size of coconuts because that just scares the <laughs> shit out of me just even you thinking about that ben you don't even know until you've done that and had jesus takes the wheel <laughs> pop up on your screen you don't even know but my favorite song to sing, I think, would still tie back to um, there are many songs that I wish Johnny Cash had at karaoke that I still want to sing. Like uh, Highway Patrolman is my number one that doesn't exist anywhere at karaoke that I wish to God I could sing really? Highway Patrolman. Yep, it doesn't exist anywhere at karaoke. I wish to God I could sing Highway Patrolman. But my, my go-to Johnny Cash song, and I love to sing Johnny Cash, my go-to Johnny Cash song... Um, I, I've sang Folsom Prison Blues one too many times. I've sang Ring of Fire one too many times. My go-to Johnny Cash song, if I want to make my mark and really not sing one of those two songs, is uh, Man in Black. Is my favorite Johnny Cash song to sing. Um, <laughs> just because he has a key change at some point in there. And, and I like the vocal challenge of just the, the one part in there where he does a little bit of a key change. Um, so that's my go-to is Man in Black by Johnny Cash if I had to pick one, but I do oh. love the adventure of singing something that you don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm about ready to dive into the game. Are you ready, Ed? I am always ready for games, Adam. Excellent to hear. Jonathan, are you ready for the game? This is true. I am notably bad at anything rapid fire, so <laughs> I'm as ready as I'll, as I'll, as I'll be, as I'll get. Well, it doesn't you, get more ready than this. If you've noticed anything, you should notice that the, this section, while the intention is to be rapid fire, hasn't necessarily turned into the most rapid fire thing the first couple episodes. So I'm sure you're going to do great. But let's kick it off. Jonathan, thank you for coming to the show. It's been a sheer delight talking to you. It really, really has. And you've offered some really insightful stuff for online karaoke and continuing and demonstrating that love of karaoke and musical theater, which my heart but now it's time that we put you through the ringer a little bit. And we're going to play a game we like to call Hit Me With Your Best Shot. During the course of this game, we're going to ask you 10 questions in a rapid fire. I'm using air quotes, everybody. Manner. And you're just going to give us the first thing that tops, pops into your head. Um, and you can relate it to either online karaoke or stuff you've seen in person. At the very end of it, we're going to give you the opportunity to fire away. Meaning you can ask Ed and I one question. And we promise to answer honestly. We like to be karaoke related. But if it's not... Nah, we'll deal with it anyway. So, Jonathan, are you ready to play some Hit Me With Your Best Shot? Yes, I am. Question numero uno. What is the best thing you've seen at karaoke? Two drag queens doing Lady Marmalade. That's, I think, that was like my second time going and likely why I continue to come back. That's amazing and a great reason to continue coming back. <laughs> Jonathan, what is the worst thing you've seen at karaoke? <laughs> It has to be um, white people doing hip hop songs and forgetting to not say the N word. That. <laughs> that. Yeah, we're going to do an entire episode on that at some point. Um, 
what is the one song you would love to do at karaoke, but you've never been able to find? Let me caveat this a little bit. If you could sing one song on stage, what musical theater song would it be that you haven't had a chance to perform? What is your dream song to perform on stage? Wow. Um, going back to Tick, Tick, Boom, I, while I was doing the show and even after, that became really obsessed with Come to Your Senses. And I've never had an excuse to sing it. Um, I think that and probably several other like um, gender bending things. Um, I happen to really want to sing every song that Aida sings in that musical as well. Like I just, all of them. So those, those two. Great, fantastic. So you're in a brand new place while traveling and you have the chance to only sing one song. What song do you pick to make your mark? Oh, um, I think True by Spandau Ballet. I think that's, um, I know last week we had a intense discussion about ballads, but that's, I think, one of my favorites. Excellent. So on the other side of that, if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever, uh, which song would you choose? Melissa Etheridge's Come to My Window got a lot of play um, <laughs> at the, um, the, queer bar that I'm used to going to and um, definitely got tired of it. Yep, that's that's fair. Uh, it happened. Is that at straight bars as well? or No, no, straight bars, it's entirely picture. I, I... It's picture. <laughs> it's 100% picture or, or shallow recently. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Yikes. You did great. You had nothing to be worried about. You, I think that was a good, <laughs> a good fire. Like, like, that was a good quick fire session, honestly. With some really like great yeah. answers that we haven't heard yet. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that. Now you get the fire away. And I know you've been chatting with it for a little while and you just met me. But we've had a nice little conversation now. And this can, could be, like I said, karaoke related, not karaoke related. It doesn't matter. Now's your opportunity to fire away. So go ahead and hit Ed and I with whatever you got. So related to, to Ed's question earlier, um, what are... Do you two have any go-to drinks when you're doing karaoke? Just maybe I need to get like a little list going so I can start experimenting or whatever. Ooh. Uh, well, I'll start first. Um, I am somebody who will drink a lot. So we'll just yeah. say that. Uh, my go-to thing when I'm in a bar is I get a beer and I get a whiskey and I chase the beer with the whiskey. The beer is, is the water. The whiskey is the water of life. Um, so I, I, most nights I double fist throughout the entire night. It's not good for your vocal cords. It's not good for really anything, but that's, that, that's me in a bar. I always have to have a beer and a whiskey. On, on karaoke nights. I feel like I end up doing that too, uh, especially if I'm with Ed, it's some kind of a habit that I slip into. I don't know. I, I, I really enjoy, uh, a beer, but I'm really open to a lot of drinks. I feel like I go through cycles with drinks sometimes where I'll discover, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this is a drink. Like I'll have a mojito and be like, mojitos are awesome. Why don't I drink more mojitos or an old fashioned or a white Russian? Uh, so I tend you to- should never, You should never drink a white Russian at karaoke. <laughs> I do what I want, Ed. No, no, no. That's that's very bad for your vocal cords. That's, I, that's uh, yeah, no, don't do that. Ed, I will do what I want. I will drink a white Russian at karaoke if I want to, but that's, yeah, that's kind of it. I, I kind of rotate uh beer, beer and whiskey. Uh, I, I like a good liter of beer normally in front of me. So 
but Chris, uh, thanks so much for doing the bracket and asking as an impartial judge and like really having power over Ed and I for the past hour or so. Um, we're going to seize back control of the power because Ed and I have missed the power. Like at least I have. I felt it. I need it back in our corner. So I'm going to propose we hit you with our best shot and put you through the ringer. Ed, are you ready to seize back power? I am absolutely ready to seize back power. Hell yeah. Chris, are you ready? I was born ready. Good. Just to give you a summary of how this is going to go, and I expect this to be a quick shot, uh, You, we appreciate your things, but I want to know first thing that pops in your head. Hit it, quit it, move on. We're going to give you 10 questions. Give us the first thing that pops onto your head. Uh, at the end, we're going to give you a chance to fire away. Hit us with any question that you want to ask us. We hope it's related to karaoke, but if it's not, it is what it is. And Ed and I solemnly swear that we will answer honestly. So, Chris, if you are ready, get ready, because we're about to hit you with our best shot, hit you with our best shot, hit you with our best shot. That's a new theme song I'm working on. We're rolling right into question number one. Chris, what is the best thing you have seen at karaoke? Oh, boy. The, 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 most, the best thing I've ever seen at karaoke was probably also the, the worst thing I've ever seen at karaoke. And Ed, you were there for this one, I believe. And I don't think you were, Adam. You may have been. I had a buddy who came out to the yesterday's party in Edmondsburg with us every week, and he would get up at the mic and, and sing badly. Uh, one night, he was singing a duet with his um, girlfriend, and they finished the song, and um, she got off the stage, and he said, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. And she said, what? He said, get back up here. So she climbed back up on the stage and he dropped down on one knee and said, will you marry me? And it was one of the most interesting, funniest things I've ever seen because just the way she like, turned around and said, what? Like she was yelling at him and, uh, you know, she climbed back up on the stage and, and he said, will you marry me? And, and that's how he proposed to her at karaoke night. It was hilarious. <laughs> the reason it was one of the worst things I've ever seen at karaoke night is because the song that they sang was picture and they did not do of it just of course it was it was a i knew that before you said well do you remember that ed i do shout out to sanchez sanchez i i, I didn't want to use his real name so yes we can we can say that was sanchez god move on move on just jump uh, to question three we've covered the best and well worst. yeah yeah adam go with question three no it's your turn go all right. Uh, what? <laughs> what one song would you love to do at karaoke that you have never been able to do before? I would say uh, maybe something obscure from Tom Waits, like "God's Away on Business," or uh, you know, that, there's just never a good Tom Waits selection at karaoke night. There never is. No. No, there isn't. But let's just say you're in a brand new place while traveling and you only have a chance to sing one song. Uh, what song do you pick to make your mark? Well, I want to I want to pull off something that shows my vocal range and shows my ability to kind of just shoot from the hip and not uh, be looking at the screen. So I'd probably go with Hook by Blues Traveler because I can really nail that fast part. I, you know, I know that song by heart. I can hit all the notes. John Popper has a pretty high range, but uh, you know, I usually can nail that song and get the crowd going with it. Uh, if you could magically strike uh, one song from every karaoke playlist ever, what song would you choose? And you cannot pick picture. I was uh, actually not going to pick picture as much as I disdain that song. And it has that uh, really peculiar memory for me, but 
I think if you reflect back on the bracket, I already said there's a song I just detest and it's Sweet Caroline. And many people, that's a hot take. I know people are going to fight me on it, but I hate that song. No, it's fine. You can eliminate Sweet Caroline. Uh, yeah. And I think the world will continue turning. It will continue turning. Awesome. Yeah, I think you did great, Chris. Uh, that was it. We we kind of hit you with our best shot. Now you have your chance to fire away and ask Ed and I any one question. What do you got for us? So I'm wearing my No Shame shirt, right, uh, for uh, the No Shame karaoke um, institution that we're all a part of. Have you ever actually felt ashamed of a karaoke performance? Have you ever like had a had a performance where you kind of embarrassed yourself, kind of more so than than typical? You know, I, I realize that I've done songs every now and then, you know, like you can't learn about your vocal range and really challenge yourself unless you try some stuff that's, you know, not necessarily inside your comfort zone or you learn to kind of adjust the key and like make the best of some songs uh, with the nature of what we've been doing recently. You kind of you kind of just have to make the best of what comes up there. And I don't think I've ever been like, I'm sorry you had to experience that bad very often. But there was one time in particular uh, that Ed challenged me to sing Across the Universe by the Beatles. And that was the only time I can specifically remember singing that song, realizing I don't think I hit one note in that entire song and thinking, you know what? I'm not embarrassed, but I'm sorry for everybody that had to listen to me sing that song. So that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the time that Adam actively booed me from a bar. Uh, I was doing Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. It was the first time I had ever done it. The lyrics did not match the tempo of the song. And I was not uh, practiced enough yet to uh, get by without the screen. So it was really bad. I mean, Adam started booing. Everyone in the bar started booing. It shot my confidence to a absolute low, which again, for me is like higher than most because I don't really care. But it was bad. I mean, I, I, I can't express how bad my Counting Crows, Mr. Jones was. Adam was louder booing than I was with the mic singing. That's how bad it was. It was impressive. I think it's time to take this interview to the next level and play some Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Jess, you've been wonderful. It's been so nice talking to you. This has been such a great, great, lovely interview. And now we're going to put you completely through the ringer. We're going to ask you 10 <laughs> questions <laughs> rapid fire about karaoke. Right. I just need okay. the first thing that pops into your head. Don't okay. think about it. Just go. At the very, very end of it, you're going right. to have a chance to hit out you with your best shot. Right. There it is. Clear the head. That's what I like. Okay. At the very end, you're going to have a chance to hit us with your best shot. Okay. Hit us back and fire away. So fire away at the very end. You're going to ask us a one question. Karaoke related, personal, doesn't matter. We prefer it to be karaoke related. but After not... the rapid fire of 10 questions, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Any question you like, we solemnly swear that we will answer honestly. So Jess, are you ready for us to hit you with our best shot? I think so. Excellent. What is <laughs> the best thing you have seen at karaoke? Best thing I've seen at karaoke was um, I, I I gotta say like a um, yeah the Im, the Im, the perfectly impromptu harmonization like that's uh, that's uh, that's the best loved it so much. Okay, what's the worst thing you've seen at karaoke? Um, the, uh, the worst thing, and I'm speaking of private rooms here, so. Um, the worst thing was probably, uh, a friend, well, a friend of a friend of a friend, uh, doing karaoke where 
she was really able to, you know, do that boom and like make her voice like really, really loud, but it, the keys seemed off. So I was jealous, not jealous, but I was like, wow, she's really able to boom that, that, that volume, which is great. But yeah, it, but it was, yeah. No, we, we completely know what you're saying and completely understand. Um, what is the one song you would love to do at karaoke that you just haven't been able to find yet? Oh, God, there's many, but I've been keeping a running, like, short list. Um, okay, it's probably copyright issues, I guess, but Dennis Edwards and Cedar Garrett, Don't Look Any Further. I love that song so much. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think even on Spotify, the only way you can listen to it is because it's on some type of compilation uh, album of some sort. So let's say that you're in a brand new place while traveling and you only have the chance to sing one song. What song do you pick to make your mark? What is Jess's song? It's, it's, it's gotta be Careless Whisper. It's, I mean, I love it so much. It was the first song I believe that I ever did. And like, even the even my my tiny little cohort that I've been doing karaoke with, they they know it. They're like, you're gonna do George Michael, right? And of course I will. And that's the most common one to find. And I also love it so much. So yeah, that's that's probably it. That is absolutely beautiful, and I love it so much. So you haven't done a ton of karaoke yet, but if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever, which song would you choose? I think there are many, but. The first one that I can think of is probably, um, it's probably My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Like, I'm just like, uh, come on. Like, it's just not, <laughs> it's not fun. There's never going to be a Celine Dion hanging out in the bar, like of that level. To do, so it's just, it's just leave it alone. But people don't like to leave it alone. They like it. Excellent. Jess, that was great. That was it. That was that was it. Was, it was that easy. So you got through it great. Cool. Um, now is your chance to fire away. Go ahead and ask Ed and I any one question, karaoke related or not, and we solemnly swear we'll answer you completely honestly. This question probably sounds really general, but I'm actually curious. What was the hardest song you've ever sang in karaoke? Do you mean hardest song successfully, or just hardest song in general? Like a song that we think we sounded good on or just a song that we realized was very, very difficult while we were singing it? Let's go harder in general. Oh, man. Um, I think I've talked about it a little bit before, uh, but I'm just going to be very general, too. Uh, I'm always shocked by how difficult the Beatles are to sing. Just across the board, I'm, I'm, I, I love the Beatles. I really, really do. I want to sing them at karaoke more. The only one I'm ever successful with is Ringo. Anything that Ringo sings, I can normally settle into pretty well. But if it's any of the other ones singing, like I will step into it thinking I can do this because the the fool you knew, like, like just look at like um. Hey Jude or something like that. It starts. That's very, exactly what I was thinking of. It sets at a very comfortable range. And then all of a sudden he goes wild song. If you're not doing those songs justice, mm-hmm. like it's just not going to fly with the crowd. Uh, Eleanor Rigby's kind of the same way. Like there's all these songs in a catalog that are so, so like my personal favorite Beatles song is while my guitar gently weeps. I would love to be able to sing that at karaoke, but I won't try it because I've learned my lesson about the Beatles. Oh, you haven't even tried it before. No, okay. I've learned Adam, my lesson about the Beatles. 
I will say you can get through my guitar while my guitar gently weeps. Really? Because I think so. And the reason is, I mean, it's not like it's really like transversing scales or, or like doing anything too too complex and if you adjust it for your range it'll probably be okay i mean if, if i were you, you can't adjust it for, we'll get into this discussion later but you can't adjust it for your range because of the falsetto he slips into oh yeah that's right the falsetto yeah you yeah, can't the do false, that no. you can't you can't no, you can't adjust the range need, like that there's not you there's need, not a toying with it you need to stick to like early beatles like garage rock stuff yeah that's, i know that's what you yeah. can get away with so for me um and Adam won't believe this because he wasn't there. Um, but again, my weakness is is high notes. I have a much deeper singing voice than I do a speaking voice. And there was one night, and I, I'm going to actually blame it on the alcohol because I drank a good <laughs> bit that night. But I got all the way through Music of the Night from Phantom of the Opera without fucking anything up. And I even hit a high note. And I'm just like, wow, how did I, how did I do that? I was shocked. I have not been able to replicate it. Like, You've even tried by, it's my, not even by myself in the shower. I cannot hit any of those notes. And that night I just went for it and I I, I did. And I'm like, no one's ever going to believe this. Nope. I don't believe it. No. <laughs> no, 100% uh. I don't believe it because it's... Uh, no, I don't believe that. Well, I, I, I did not hit I, I, I did not hit the Michael Crawford high note. I hit the high note for the range I was singing it in. Oh, you hit the Gerard Butler high note. <laughs> there you go. You know, but we, we've had a lot of fun here today, and like I really appreciate your insights, and it sounds like you're doing great, you know, heading out west, and you're finally settled onto a thing, and for me, it's great to see, but right now, we're going to, you know, play a little game with you that we like to call uh, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. So, over the course of this game, we're going to ask you five questions. Answer as quickly as possible. You don't owe an explanation to anybody, so give us what comes on the top of your head and roll with it. Uh, okay. After those five questions, you're going to have a chance to fire away. You can ask Ed and I any question that may be on your mind. It can be personal. It can be karaoke related. We don't care. We solemnly swear we're going to answer correctly. Uh, do you feel good about that? Do you have any questions before we get started? Nope. Let's send it. All right. Question number one. What is the best thing you have seen at karaoke? Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of really great singers, honestly, and back home even like you never know who might walk into a room i've seen people that should be getting recording contracts it was i don't know i can hit a lot of different stuff but anyone who can do like a really good r&b rendition i'm just like or just vocal inflections that i'm not able to do i'm always just like yeah that i I don't know if that's a good answer, but that's, that's the one a great I got. answer. That's a great yeah. answer. Oh yeah, we forgot. That's part of the rules. Yeah. No uh, justifications. No. It's a great answer. Next one. What's the worst thing you've seen at karaoke? It's a toss-up. There's always that one guy who's like, "Up, oh, I'm gonna do a song, but I don't like karaoke, so I'm gonna do tequila and I'm gonna clog up the fucking song list, and I want to make sure that I get to sing tequila." There's that fucking guy, and then there's um, off-tune Shania Twain girl. Who just thinks that like if you sing through your nose, that means you're a country singer. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's all about having fun. And if you don't know how to sing, who cares? But there's nothing better than someone who thinks they're hot shit. And I'm like, you're not even hitting the notes and the keys. Seeing a lot of that. But if you're self-aware about it, it's fine. You know, you know, William Hung like has a gold album and shit. And then made enough money to become like Dexter from that show in real life. So there's always one person like that at the Barton, William Hung's a personal hero of mine. And we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> but um, what is the one song you would love to sing at karaoke, but you've never been able to find a good instrumental version of? Oh man, that happens a lot. Um, 
I do like singing Tool a lot when I can, but usually those types of tracks are not so great uh, with the MIDI files. Same with Deftones or just a lot of those like new metal songs or anything with heavy metal. And then it just sounds like it was built with a Super Nintendo soundtrack. It just kind of takes away from it. I think I did um, Closer by Nine Inch Nails, whatever. I think that's what it's called. But yeah, it just sounded so ridiculous. Like I should have just now, if I sing that now, I would have rolled with it. I was like, all right, just imagine Trent Reznor in an ice cream truck. And that's how this fucking song is going. Okay, so you're in a brand new place while traveling and you only have the chance to sing one song. What do you pick to make your mark? I mean, it's always going to be My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. I don't know why I could hit that song well. I don't understand music enough. Like, I understand music in my own dumb language, but as soon as somebody's like, what tabs or letters or numbers, I'm like, no, I just speak and spell it until it's right for hours and hours. But that's in my vocal range, and I could do all the the uh the the key changes and stuff then if i'm in all my nonsense i usually uh do a drop down and and drop a sword into the floor because again if you're dressed like an asshole you can get away with it they're like oh he's got chain mail he knows what he's doing like it's ridiculous one of these days i need to travel to i i desperately want to hear you sing this song i'm gonna have to find a place that you're performing to hear you sing this song if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever which song would you choose that is also a tough one i think of one that someone always tries to sing but butchers probably what what's that one where uh, i want to take bobby mcgee away not because i hate the song but the the amount of girls that i've seen try to do bobby mcgee and they don't, they just don't have the uh, air control that Janice Joplin does or, or, oh no, I'm changing my answer. The take it to the limit one more time. Cause they say, take it to the limit one more time about 12 fucking times. That I, is that song is like 45 minutes long. I think I just distinctly remembered how much that song makes me angry. So that's my answer. Oh, those were both great answers. And we'll, yeah, yeah. You'll get no argument from Ed or I, uh, but Tom, you did great. You know, you. you handled, you handled uh, we, we hit you with our best shot. Now you have an opportunity to fire us away. So go ahead, throw one question towards Ed and I, and we will solemnly swear that we will answer, you know, honestly and such. All right. Um, Ed, what is your go-to cringe song? My go-to? Define that for me because I'm... So on for me, <laughs> if, I, if I'm just, I, I just want to really embrace the cringe, I'll do like Aerosmith, Don't Want to Miss a Thing, because it has that feel-good you know, whatever, but it's just that every time I hear that song, I just imagine Ben Affleck being in love with Aerosmith's daughter. And, you know, it's just weird. It's just over top campy. Over, over top campy. Um, Well, campy, my go-to campy song. I I don't know if it counts as cringe or not, but uh, my favorite thing to do that's in that range, I guess, is uh, sweet transvestite from Rocky horror. I absolutely love it. I absolutely uh, dive into it. Uh, I love doing it. I did it in costume once. I was coerced to go out for Halloween. And if we ever, uh, if I ever put my stuff on here, that's probably the video I'll, I'll use is me and drag doing. Uh, t- I, I would love to see that. Cause that takes a lot of, a lot of guts and balls to do. And then no, that, that, that's your, my heart will go on. Cause it's just like, I'm going to do this and no one's going to expect it. And I'm going to fucking kill it. No, nah, they expect it. Uh. <laughs> Adam. I don't know. I, I'll switch it up again because <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's how my brain works. Do it. Yeah. 
Well, I would like both of your opinions on this one because I actually did like that question. Um, what song would you guys eliminate if you had the choice? Like, what's your like go to? I fucking hate this song. Uh, there's okay. So, uh, as a preface for this, um, Ed and I, I'm gonna eliminate the option for Ed and I to choose picture because I think oh. that's one of the like at the top. <laughs> of this. We have we have talked so much on this podcast about our pure hatred of picture. So we're going to eliminate that as a choice. And that's, okay. I think that's going to be the unspoken so we, choice. So we, have, we have to think now. All right. Yeah, now we have to think a little bit because <laughs> there there has to be some other ones. Yeah, there. I'm vaguely thinking about that song now. And I'm just like, I can't really imagine anyone nailing that to the point where it's not a fun time. That's right up there with uh, Savage Garden. Oh, yeah, God. fuck those guys. You forever. Yeah, no. Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna pick something a little off the wall. Uh, maybe not off the wall. I, I don't want to hear anybody sing Superman by Eminem anymore. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, and it seems like nobody can do it well or properly and stuff like that. And just the messaging behind it just isn't, it's very cringeworthy nowadays. And I feel like, you know, Eminem's can, is arguably a cringeworthy artist, and, but there's other songs you can do that aren't as cringeworthy. And Superman is just the worst. It's, I think one of the worst of the worst and nobody can do it properly. So you're talking about a cringeworthy song that people, somebody's going to butcher because yeah. Eminem's not easy to... Yeah, he's that's not an already easy artist to emulate emulate when you're on stage. So I'm gonna go with Superman by Eminem. Uh, my choice for this is going to be, you know what? It's gonna be Piano Man by Billy Joel because every time they <laughs> see somebody obnoxiously bring a prop, and by a prop I mean a harmonica, every oh. time somebody has been that guy, it has been that song. So if I could uh, eliminate that song to eliminate the harmonica. And I actually have a friend who does the harmonica stuff, but he does it with like other songs. But it's it's, it's that there's just that one guy who shows up. Do you know what I mean? He shows up ah. at karaoke. He brings his harmonica. He does Billy Joel. I'm like, I hate that guy. I do hate that guy too, as well. Uh, right up there with those guys are anyone who tries to do Johnny Cash or Queen and can't do it justice. I okay. I will <laughs> say this: uh, if I'm at a karaoke night and that for Queen. Like, there's no, that's, yeah. For both those artists, I agree. Johnny Cash, though, I can do justice, and I can do Johnny Cash really damn well. So what I like to do at karaoke nights is if somebody gets up and sings Johnny Cash and I haven't yet, and they do badly, I like to get up. My very next song is going to be Johnny Cash, just so I can covertly embarrass the shit out of them. I've totally pulled that move. (laughs) And I used to be a lot more sassy when I drank. So I'd, I'd hear someone, you know, go up there. You know, and I'm like, and then I hear it and I'm like, you can't do that to Johnny. That's that's actually how I feel when somebody raps in a bar and I'm like, mm, no, no, now I have to. Yep. Now I have to. I wasn't going to, but now I have to. Yep. So what we just learned is we're all petty as shit. Uh... <laughs> hey, you know, we, we have you here now. You agreed to be a guest. So now we get to hit you with our best shot. I'm excited about oh. this part. Oh, are you? Whoa. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm talking. Ed, game's excited to play our game. I am, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off because uh, I want to have the positive ones for a change. Um, Gabe Lee, what is the best thing you've ever seen at karaoke? Um, see, I would say my best thing. I want to say like the funniest thing I've seen. Right. It was when that girl. Like, oh attacked. my god! So we went to karaoke with my boss Chris, and he was uh, was he doing smooth? 
Yes. And he was doing Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas, 1999 Grammy Award winning hit by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. And he can pull it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does good. It good. Yeah. And this like super drunk girl came up and was like hanging all over him and like trying to sing along. And he just had this really great look on his face. It was like, and his wife was sitting with us and he just had this look on his face. It was like, <laughs> and he was like still trying to sing because he loves that song. And uh, it was just really funny. It's hilarious. I love I love moments like that at karaoke. I really do. That's that's a good one. Uh, so, what's the worst thing you've seen at karaoke? Worst oh, thing. Worst thing. Worst thing I've seen at karaoke. We're supposed I, to answer these quickly. You know what? The worst thing that I when you made me when you made me do Wrecking Ball two weeks ago. Oh well, that was that bad. was horrible. Um, that was not the worst thing I've seen though. The worst thing I've seen is when we used to go to Stinkies and there was that crew of people who like were really good uh. and like knew they were really good and would just like stack the like list yeah and like wouldn't give anybody else a chance they just kept going up and it was so annoying and not fun that's the worst thing i've seen yeah i hate a mike hog too yeah what is one song you would love to do at karaoke that you have never been able to find i feel like i always want something really i i wish that karaoke places had a bigger ramones catalog it's always like blitzkrieg bop or um i want to be sedated and if you're lucky, she knows a punk rocker, but that's it. I think I was looking for like dead flowers once and they, they didn't, didn't have it. it. Yeah. I'm like, I was looking for like some kind of obscure B-side. That's not a that's obscure, not that obscure, but it, it was like a B-side to something and they didn't have it. And I was bummed. I remember we were at Phil and Stacy's that one time and the Bon Jovi CD was all scratched. Oh, and I couldn't right. do Bon couldn't Jovi. Couldn't do Living on a Prayer. <laughs> really sad. Oh, no. The couldn't do Bon Jovi. Oh, <laughs> oh, shucks. I would say in general, I would like to see more like Ramones, Black Flag in karaoke because I think it's super accessible to people. Like anybody can go up yeah. and do a Black Flag song. It would be super cool if that were like an option. Like, I would love to do a Circle Jerk song. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you're at a brand new place while traveling, so not your normal haunts and nobody you really know. Uh, you only have time in the evening to sing one song. I want to know, Lee, what's the one your go-to song? Gabe, what's your go-to song? And what's your go-to song as a couple if you can only sing one to make your mark? As a couple, it's like, I oh, you, babe. Right. Okay. Oh, And I don't typically sing alone, so. Fair. No, she only sings if I'll sing with her. Or, or someone will sing, sing with her. With her. Yeah. Okay. My good song currently would be Traveling Band by CCR. So, guys, if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist. Be Caroline. Ever... <laughs> <laughs> from karaoke, I want to strike it from history. I wish the song never existed. I, we love I, would, I would like to like have some kind of law passed where anytime somebody wants to play Sweet Caroline, it plays Thank the Lord for the Nighttime instead. <laughs> All right, we're just like Sweet Caroline starting to gather as much hate on this show as picture, and so it's gonna be, we're gonna we're gonna have a, a show in the future and and I'll mark this down right now. Just add it to our catalog. We're gonna debate the worst karaoke song of all time. And Sweet Caroline and Picture are our first two contestants. Yeah, 
the look on just to describe this to everybody the look on ed's face says yes adam that's a great idea for a podcast episode so look forward to that one in the future listeners but lee and gabe you did great we hit you with our best shot you know the deal the listeners know the deal now you have a chance to fire away uh you can ask ed and i any question you want it can be karaoke related it can be very personal uh we solemnly swear that we're going to answer honestly so what what do you got for us hit us with like you know fire away all that stuff it's not karaoke related okay oh, wow, yeah. so this is all game there's there's, a, there's been a debate on the internet recently about whether after you poop if you wipe standing or sitting i'm a stander and lee's a sitter i think all women are sitters i don't know anyone. i am i am without question a stander yeah, you get deep in there, man. You got it. Yeah. It's like a stand and squat. Yeah, I need the, I need the leverage. Yep. I'm a sitter. I don't know. I feel awkward about standing like that with my pants down, wiping my ass. So like, I, I'm I'm a sitter. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like like that's strange now to be a man and a sitter when I'm wiping my ass, and I've never really thought about that before. So Ed, as a stander, do you ever put your foot up on the seat to get more leverage? Do you ever put one foot up on the seat to get more leverage? Up until today, I never have. But I promise you tomorrow morning after my two cups of coffee, I am going to look like the captain from Captain Morgan. <laughs> That's it. You got to do the captain to, to really get in there. So uh, just a message to the podcast listening audience right now. Uh, if you're not doing the captain after you listen to this episode, you're doing it wrong, is what I just learned. So wipe your ass while doing it with Captain Morgan. And that's if, if you pulled anything from today, uh, remember Sonny and Cher and wiping your ass like Captain Morgan. I think I think I think Gorvanda was just like feeling the pressure because he knew I think that was it right there it was just like that audible escape of the pressure <laughs> that's coming I mean knew. I mean I, I, I can see where it would be intimidating to you know compete in the karaoke world championships but I mean our quick fire game is also kind of intimidating right Adam yeah, I, mean, right? I, I, mean, I would be yes. I, I would maybe be more nervous for that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh Garvana you've been so wonderful it's so nice talking to you and you're such it's a kidding. sincere wonderful person and I love it so much and I loved hearing you and like hearing your recordings but now you know you're in our arena now you're you're playing our game on our podcast and now we're going to hit you with our best shot and what that means is we're going to hit you with five rapid fire questions the goal of this is to try to answer these as quickly as humanly possible first thing that pops into your head you don't owe an explanation of your answers to nobody mm -mm. So <laughs> That's you, don't, good. <laughs> you don't have to legitimize your answers you don't need to explain if you want to throw out a controversial opinion let people stew in that opinion and think That's about true. it for themselves so you don't owe that explanation to anybody we're gonna roll into it ed are you ready i'm ready gravando are you ready i think so <laughs> well even if you are, we're rolling right into it. Number one, the first question we have is, what is the absolute best thing you have ever seen at karaoke? The best thing I've ever seen, I think, is, uh, I don't know how, if this is a PG radio station, a podcast station. It but is it was... not a PG radio well, station. So <laughs> hit us with your best shot. But uh, yeah, it was strip karaoke, strip tease karaoke. That's the best thing I've ever oh. seen in Oregon. Uh, yeah, so you, whatever the song you sing to, they, they strip to. <laughs> I was taken aback by that. Yeah. Fantastic. What was the worst thing you've ever seen at karaoke? The worst thing? Uh, I've actually seen a karaoke bar being shut down because of a huge fight over an actual song. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That would qualify. Yeah. 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 
So, okay. So what is the one song you would love to sing a karaoke, but have never been able to find a good instrumental for? Oh, um, so I'm Jamaican by birth. And so there are multiple Jamaican songs, reggae songs that I love to sing that uh, it's never, I just can't find it a karaoke. One of them is I'm Not Afraid by Atana, who's a Jamaican artist. Mm-hmm. I just, just can't find it. <laughs> but I'd love to perform that at karaoke. Gotcha. Uh, so say you're in a brand new place while traveling and you only have the chance to sing one song. What song do you pick to make your mark? Hallelujah. Easily. If I have to impress somebody or people, easily. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to that. So yes. if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever, which song would you choose? Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> Excellent choice. That was fast, too. There's yeah. a, there's a personal, <laughs> no question there. There's that. a story tied to that. In, or or do, uh, Tequila. Those okay. two. Okay. Yes. okay. Yeah, both. We, you will get no argument from Matter Eye. <laughs> you may have handled that game better than anybody who's ever played this game. Oh, I, wow. Like, you did it so well. Like, that was so fast and so, like, right? Yes, that was wonderful. We're dropping fires. So, you, hey. You were dropping hot fires. Now is your chance to drop some hot fire and burn us because you get a chance to fire away now. Ed and I. We have a long karaoke history. We've done some things. We have a long personal history. You can ask us any question that you like, whatever's in your head, the same question for both of us or separate questions, whatever you choose to do. And we solemnly swear we will answer honestly. So Garvando, hit us with your best shot. Okay, first question is, what is the cruelest thing you've done to a karaoke singer at a bar? I got this. Uh, I've, (laughs) I've talked about it before. I'm petty. I'm petty. Yeah. <laughs> my my magic trick for karaoke competitions, or if I were to enter the karaoke world championships, for example, I would be I would sing Johnny Cash because I can sing Johnny Cash, pretty pretty damn close to Johnny Cash. So I have a habit of people who get up and they sing Johnny Cash poorly. That my next song is going to be Johnny Cash. So I would purposely make them feel bad about themselves. Uh, that's usually how I am with hip hop and bars too. Uh, but actually the meanest thing I've ever done was make Adam sing across the universe uh, by the Beatles, because <laughs> if you only sound like Johnny Cash, that's not a song that was meant for you. It definitely wasn't a song that was meant for him. And every chance I get, I try to make him sing something like that. Mm, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, next question. What is the most embarrassing thing you've witnessed or done at a karaoke uh, bar or hosting a karaoke gig or something? Oh, most embarrassing. Ooh, embarrassing is a tricky subject for us. Uh, <laughs> so the, the, the thing, back in the day, we had a, our own little karaoke fraternity. Um, it was more like an academic fraternity, not like a, you know, actual Greek life fraternity. So, I mean, it was co-ed. Um, we were no shame karaoke. So the entire thing was, the entire goal was us as a group of friends just trying to embarrass each other constantly. Um <laughs> God, any of any of those nights could have been something. Um, the most embarrassing thing that I've done is uh, is uh, the time in when I, I got booed at karaoke. Um, Adam will remember this because he was the one booing. Um, but I, uh, it was early on in our like we've been doing karaoke for about the same time frame you have. We're just you know not as good singers as you are, but um, <laughs> you know we, we make it through, we make it through with charm and energy. Um, 
And I picked Mr. Jones by Counting Crows because, I mean, that's a band I grew up with. It's a band I love. And this was before I understood how some things worked. So the screen scan was off from the rhythm of the song, and I couldn't find my way into it. And it was so bad that Adam got the entire bar to boo me. Wow. It's true. Uh, I'll just bring up for the No Shame Karaoke fraternity. I still remember my uh, initiation to it because when you were initiated, the group got to pick the song that you were going to sing. And you had to sing that song no matter what the group gave you. Uh, so they gave my, my deep voice ass, like, uh, Celine Dion's my heart will go on. So I'm talking about like on the floor, like fully committed arms out wide, you know, wherever you are, just, you know, it was, I know it sounded awful, but man, was I committed. So I'm probably gonna have to like put that right up there with one of the more embarrassing (laughs) moments for me. But those were those are great questions. Yeah, that was that was a heck of a fire. That was a heck of a session, just in general. Ed, wouldn't you agree that was a heck of a I session? I wouldn't. That was a lot of fun. That was good. Yeah. So, Mara, uh, we play a game with everybody. Uh, it's our hit me with your best shot. So, we're going to ask you five quick fire karaoke related questions, and uh, you don't have to think about it too much. Just whatever comes up, you know, to the top of your head. That's that's the best answer you can give. So, are are you okay. ready to play? Yes, I am. Fantastic. So following off of that one, what's the best thing you've ever seen at karaoke? Oh, uh, probably the, the Motown cafe performances. Um, that, that one was pretty good too. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, probably, probably between, but I would have to say it was probably between those two performances. (laughs) I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those, honestly, but speaking of going wrong, what's the worst thing you've seen at karaoke? Oh, I saw a guy pick this song, uh, Same Old Odd Lang Syne, which is like an old song from the 70s that he said his parents really loved. And nobody there knew the song and nobody there liked it. And it's incredibly long and it just goes on forever. And he was the only one who knew it. And he was he just kept defending it by going, well, my parents liked it. My parents liked it. And it's a really depressing song. And it's just and and yeah, and that everybody just hated him for it. And he felt really bad after <laughs> What is the one song you would love to do at karaoke that you have never been able to find? Oh, that is a really good question. Um, let's see. Um, I think I have, let me see if I have, uh, probably let's see. Uh, I, I, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my, uh, at my list. Mm -hmm. Um, probably some, there's some like 90s songs that I would really love to do. Oh, Seether by Veruca Salt. That's definitely one. Seether by Baruch Assault. I have that listed on my potential karaoke uh, songs. And yeah, and I've never been able to find it. That's if it's a- any consolation, I'm 90% certain that exists. Uh, yes, but not at the bars that I go to, I guess. <laughs> it probably wasn't a big, you know, it probably wasn't a big hit in Korea. <laughs> I go to a lot of Koreatown bars. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a good one. We all have a list. Like I feel like we all have that list of karaoke. I think I called mine the karaoke hit list of songs. I'm just hoping one day to sing. Yeah, there's also Nico Case's cover of "Look for Me, I'll Be Around," which I, I used to sing for auditions and stuff. And it's it's so bitter and beautiful. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna have to check that one out. Um, so let's say you're in a brand new trace place when you're traveling. You go and find the local karaoke haunt. Um, but there's only time to sing one song. What's 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 your go-to karaoke song? Um, it depends on what the what the uh audience is. Are they? It depends on whether they're accepting or if they're if they're you know a slightly more not uptight atmosphere. But if it's if it's a little bit more conservative or conventional, I would probably do either. Um. You know, I would probably do, uh, let's see, I would probably do Dream a Little Dream of Me or like um, Faith by by George Michael or something like that. 
Uh, if it's, if it's, if the group skews gay, I will do dancing on my own or toxic, <laughs> um, dancing on my own by Robin or toxic. Um, if it's musical theater, I'll do, I'll do when you're good to mama oh. or, um, or, uh, if it's weird musical theater, I'll do unworthy of your love from assassins. <laughs> but, but honestly, honestly, my, my song is the divinals touch myself, but you have to make sure that this is an accepting crowd and they are willing to let you be like like make it six like sexy in a very ridiculous way you have to that is that is one of my songs um that is that is like my song but i've also found that it's very embarrassing often to do in front of strangers so if there's a lot of people i know and pe especially if people will like like I ha i've had friends like like join in on it with me and like you know they'll, they'll get down on their knees when she says she'll get down on her knees and you know and everybody sings along and uh and yeah if we can have fun with it that's definitely the one if it makes you feel any better, Adam and I once did a striptease to write said Fred's I'm Too Sexy. So we Amazing. Feel Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever, what song would you choose? Don't Stop Believing. Ooh. Fantastic. I hate that song. Don't Stop Believing. Everybody does it every single time, and I always go to the bathroom during it. Um, I'm coming up on, I'm, I've been watching The Sopranos now, and, and that is what I am not looking forward to about that ending, is I know fucking Don't Stop Believing is going to come up. Another one, I, you know, it's interesting. I think there are a bunch of, I'm not very, I'm not making these rapid fire, am I? Uh, you're, I, there's a lot of, if you're, if you're an alto, there are a lot of songs that, uh, that are like the standard alto karaoke playlist. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's Fiona Apple's Criminal. It's, uh, sometimes it's Shadow Boxer. Um, and, uh, what else? And there's a lot of Amy Winehouse, Valerie, you get that a lot, but I don't like when people do back to black because it's too sad. Even though I love Amy Winehouse, I'm like, please do tears dry on their own, or at least a bittersweet song and not just a sad and bitter song. Cause when somebody does back to black, I'm just like, this is so sad. You guys, this is so sad. Yes. Yeah. Those, those like types of songs will definitely drag down a night. And I just need to like jump right back into question four real quick. You said uh, unworthy of your love by assassins. And that just hit me right in the feels because that is a musical. I talk about all the time to people yes. like, and like, if you're going to listen to Sondheim, forget everything else. You should listen to assassins. It's I like, love assassins. Yes. I, yes. So I just needed to just gush at finally somebody recognizing the brilliance of assassins. Uh, I love assassins. Yes. Someday we're going to have somebody on this podcast who absolutely loves Cole Porter as much as I do. And then I'll, <laughs> uh, Mara, that was so great. You did, you did great. Those were all some of the best rapid fire responses we've had. You hit all, you. the nail on the head. You did amazing. Uh, we have a fire away section. So if you like, you could ask Ed and I uh, any question you like. And we solemnly swear that we'll answer it honestly. Yeah, karaoke related is preferred. But if it's not, eh, it's okay. Let's see. Um, let's see. It's, it's funny that it's, it's I, I love the titles of this because because Hit Me With Your Best Shot is also a great karaoke song. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think. Do you, so do you guys prefer, you prefer in front of an audience and not in a room? For me, without a question, yes. Um, I, not only do I prefer an audience, I, I kind of prefer an audience of people I don't know at all. Yes. Because I think if you see somebody who looks like me get up on stage and do the kind of things that I'll do, um, <laughs> it's, it's always unexpected. Like people what, who what do you do that is? Um, I do a really good Shaggy impression. I do a lot of '80s hip hop because it's the music I grew up with, and then I'll switch to Bing Crosby. Um, nice. I like to be somebody that that doesn't get categorized by like genre or expectation. So I really like surprising people with that. I once uh, I once was in a bar in Florida and got roped into accidentally doing a mashup of Shaggy's "Angel" and Michael Bublé's cover 
of I'm feeling good because <laughs> they played both at the same time by accident. And I'm like, wow, I'll, I'll roll with it. I'll, I'll figure it out. I once did a, I once did karaoke uh, in front of a group of uh, psychologists and psychiatrists because I, I'm a mental health activist. And so like I've done, I did, I did one at a big event. I sang you were so vain in front of them. And it was a bunch of like drunk, drunk psychiatrists and psychologists just loving it. It was, it was, that was really fun. I've also surprised people by doing sabotage and uh, I've never done, I, I feel weird about like doing rap songs, but one of my friends says that his favorite memory of me is somebody did fight the power at, um, at karaoke and I didn't sing it, but I knew every word and I was mouthing along <laughs> silently <laughs> by myself. So yeah. Yeah, uh, what I edonize magic tricks is like for defying expectations is when we're together, uh, we can do run DMCs. It's tricky, uh, really, really, really well. And it's just that was cultivated over the course of like eight or nine years of doing that song together where we've like know all the intricacies and back and forth. So that's always a good one to to shock and all people. But I'll take kind of the opposite approach because I, I was stationed in Japan for a little like for three years with the Navy. So I'm I prefer I love karaoke in Japan uh, and I can yeah. go either in public or the private rooms because the public is literally any bar you walk into. It's karaoke. Yeah. Right? They have the machine back there. You give them the yen and, you know, you get to perform. And it's normally pretty. Uh, my favorite memory is still I remember I was in a bar in Japan and uh, it was a Lincoln Park song where I had a Japanese gentleman who like didn't speak a lick of lick of English, seeing if they could find somebody to do like the rap parts of Lincoln Park, and he yeah. just went into crawling in the deep in like the pitch perfect voice, like in English, and it was just amazing. One of those like culturally had to be there things, and only a karaoke could it happen. So I'll roll with that as far as like my favorite to go. But yeah, I know like I know like and and like a lot of Japanese drinking culture is basically just about having fun. I feel like whereas like in a lot of other countries it's like people get drunk and fight, but there it's like people get drunk and have fun. <laughs> it seems to be kind of a cultural thing and yeah, and so that's kind of where where karaoke comes from. I I want to go back to Japan really badly. Uh, I haven't been since I was 7 and uh yeah, I would love to do karaoke there. Yeah, it's it's a blast, and like they all are, like every everybody's so into it. It's always welcoming, and it's never like you're infringing on the night by singing karaoke. You know, like like the feel you get at some places in the states. Did you ever have an experience where you weren't sure if an audience would like something and they did, or times when you thought an audience would love something and they did not? <laughs> there have been times where there were songs that I just absolutely thought would go over really well by reading the crowd, like the median age, the style. And, mm -hmm. you know, just absolute blank faces. I mean, that's that's definitely happened. Yeah, um, that's like and, and that kind of comes back to storytelling, I think, like with storytelling, sometimes it's really hard to gauge the audience. You don't know because they don't laugh the way that people, you know, laugh at a stand up comedian. And and so you, you kind of have to and, and sometimes they'll react to it. Sometimes they'll do, you know, if it's a very reactive audience, they'll they'll be excited and they'll cheer things on. But then there's also times when um when it's not uh when when you kind of can't tell one way or the other how they're reacting until like the very end you know and and that and that can be you know and that can be really hard there's uh i remember what was it i did i did sabotage at like a work meeting once sabotage by the beastie boys and one of my coworkers just sat there shaking his head the whole time <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And then he got up and he did, um, what did he do? I, I think he did, he did a, uh, yeah, I think he did like a Biggie song or he did something and he was really good. And, and I was just like, oh man. And I never found out what about it he objected to, but I just felt really embarrassed. <laughs> I actually, I actually thought of another one that I specifically want to share because like the bar that I go to the most frequently, um, you know, in the normal times is this divey bar in a college town. And sometimes it's dead and sometimes it's really packed. And uh, when it was like just the people I knew and it was very, you know, quiet, I was like, oh, this is a good chance to sing Fiddler on the Roof. So I'm going to do it if I were a rich man. And then like 40 kids walked in and I'm like, well, I'm still I'm committed. I'm going to do it. (laughs) They weren't they were not a fan of my Fiddler. (laughs) I would have been a fan of your Fiddler because I love Fiddler on the Roof. So I know Fiddler is great. Yeah. Fiddler is another one of those things, kind of like my big fat Greek wedding where where a lot of people really like it. And I, re- I remember my brother being like, well, we're Jewish. We get why we like it. But why do other people like it so much? But I think that everybody, you know, a, a lot of people to this country probably have stories about, you know, probably everybody but, you know, Native Americans have stories about like moving. Although unfortunately, they probably have a lot of stories about being forced to move too. Uh, everybody has stories about like having to move away from their hometown, having to give up their traditions, having to to change. And, you know, everybody can relate to that. But apparently not teenagers in a <laughs> college students in a college town. They will in a few years, but not right now. That's what I was going to say. They're going to grow into it. That's for sure. And there you have it. That was the first 10 of our Hit Me With Your Best Shot Quick Fire Game segment challenges. I was going to try to fit all 20 in, but that would make this the longest episode we've ever had. Honestly, what's been fun about this for me is hearing how we developed in our first few months of podcasting. I mean, in 10 episodes, we went very quickly from two guys who didn't know what they were doing to two guys who had a marginally better idea of what they were doing. Thank you for listening. I'm still surprised and humbled by how many people have come along with us on this ride so far. You can always find updates on our website, sungpoorly.com, and on social media, where you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, at sungpoorly. And our perpetual thanks to Ben Dum, who let us use his song Gasoline as our theme song. You can check all of his projects out on Spotify, whether it's Ben Dum and the Deviants, The Ben Dum 3, or The Marauders. Like I said, new interviews are coming, but our next bonus episode should be up in a week or so, and hopefully Adam will be able to join me for that one. Until then, I'm Ed Kennard, and I'm splicing Adam in to say... And remember, the singing off key is still technically singing. Singing.